0: How's it going, Katanning? I just got another exciting podcast episode for you. I have with me our uh, sixth, I believe now, uh, uh, County Commissioner candidate interview, uh, Mr. Anthony Shea. Uh, Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Uh, Thank you so much for having me, Andrew.
0: Absolutely. So um, we've been trying to go through all these, introduce all of you guys to our County Commissioner candidates, and um, Anthony is from the southern part of the county, and so I think it's especially important that you Catanning people uh, pay attention Uh, this is one of your uh, potential next county commissioners and I want you to uh, give him a a fair shot and learn more about Anthony and um, you know if you like what he says then then you'd hopefully give him your vote on May 21st and and in the general election in November so uh, tell us about you tell us about your history in Armstrong County how'd you arrive at this point?
1: Uh, how did we get to Armstrong County? Uh, when I was a kid, actually, my parents lived in Daytona Heights, and they wanted to get into the country. Okay. And they found an ad in the Valley News Dispatch for a place in the country, in Gilpin Township. And in 1977, our family moved out to Gilpin. Uh, I fell in love with uh, that whole area as soon as I got there. That's awesome. Uh, was raised, went to Gilpin School, went to Leechburg High School, and graduated in 1985. And then I went to the military. I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But uh, for 22 years, I was sort of away. And then back in 2004, I moved back to the area. Okay. So and when I was uh, out and about uh, traveling the world, I met my wife. I said, Someday we're going to move back to Leechburg. And she just <laughs> said, What's Leechburg? Yeah, right. I said, You'll yeah. find
0: out soon enough. <laughs> and, so, and so you did. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, so what do you think makes you uniquely qualified to be our next county commissioner?
1: There's two traits I have. Uh, one is experience. I have traveled the world and have many different experiences throughout my life. And the second one is leadership.
0: Okay. So tell me a little bit more about that. What do you mean by your, your leadership?
1: Okay. Uh, leadership, uh, I've been a leader pretty much all my life. Uh, I went into the Air Force in 1985 uh, right out of high school. They made me a cop. And uh, within about a year and a half, I was already starting to lead people. Wow. My first job uh, leading was, surprisingly, a whole bunch of prisoners when they made me a prison guard and in charge of the evening shift.
0: Oh, my. <laughs> so
1: you learn about motivation. Uh, talking a bunch of prisoners into doing things was really difficult. Uh, as time went on in the military, I got promoted quickly, uh, started running different things uh, while I was in the military, worked as a patrolman, uh, worked up to a uh, death sergeant. Uh, where we, That's basically a 911 dispatcher. And then one of the last jobs I had, uh, as far as on the enlisted side of being in the military, was uh, I ran a DMV, for lack of a better way to explain it. Oh, wow. And I had to learn how to deal with the public, uh, long lines, and uh, not enough resources, and uh, usually too many customers. Okay. While I was in the Air Force, uh, I went to night school, got my bachelor's degree from the University of Maryland Asian Division. There, uh, I got a degree in computer science. Afterwards, I applied for officer candidate school in uh, 1993 and was accepted and got commissioned in 1994 as a military officer. There, wow. I spent another 13 years as a military uh, leader, working various assignments uh, in Air Force Global Weather Central and off at Air Force Base, uh, Air Force uh, Space Command. I worked on the GPS system, space track. Then went on to work over in Europe and Africa, running the uh, internet and then phone system for Europe and Africa. And then I took a very unique uh, situation. They asked me to teach leadership and management wow. for the Air Force at the Virginia Military Institute. And one of the three years, I really had a neat opportunity. Uh, My boss came to me grinning and says, guess what? We got a job for you. (laughs) I ran the Virginia Women's Institute for Leadership. Wow. I was in charge of 168 women. It was the counter uh, ego to VMI. Back then, if you recall, they didn't want to let girls in. Uh, Anyhow, this program uh, held the women to the exact same standards as men. Uh, That was a really interesting year in my life. I learned so much. It prepared me very much so for having three daughters later on. There you go.
0: (laughs) As one with three daughters, I I understand where you're coming from.
1: (laughs) And a lot of those women now are uh, leaders in the Air Force. Some of them are out. uh, Some fly planes, uh, do all kinds of different things. And it's kind of neat over the years to keep track of them through Facebook. And the last job I had in the Air Force, I ran uh, the recruiting support for the four-state area. So I got to learn a lot about Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, and Maryland and West Virginia as well. A lot about the economies and such in this area. Learned a lot about just government programs in general because of uh, what I had to do with working with the schools and such.
0: Yeah, you really After, have been all over the place.
1: Well, And while I was in, uh, I got to travel to f- five different continents, 35 different countries I'm allowed to talk about Wow. And all 50 states. So I've actually got to see a lot of this world wow. and uh, seeing how it runs all over the place. I can say one thing, just traveling all over, we have it so good in America, I think my lucky stars every day, I'm an American and what we have here. No doubt. Uh, After I retired from the Air Force, uh, I didn't stop being a leader. Uh, I've been doing stuff with drug awareness, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Also I got hired on in the civilian workforce at North Point at BMY Mellon where I took a job as a business liaison. And essentially I worked with, uh, inside the Bank of New York Mellon and Fortune 500 companies and brought them together to do business. Basically a lot of the IT work. So I'd talk with their leaders, I'd talk with their IT people. I sort of like the translator. About three years ago, I switched into healthcare. I worked a year at Highmark, is uh, working with uh, insurance, the Affordable Care Act. Learned a lot about healthcare from that. And then the most recent job I have now as a software engineer for UPMC, And we designed uh, software around imagery, tracking cancer, lesions, and such. Wow. So keeping busy.
0: And uh, (laughs) on my free
1: time, uh, when I'm not doing all that kind of stuff, I've uh, got elected to the Leechburg School Board back in 2011. Uh, Very tough election back then. I won by two votes. Wow. And it was all said and done. Uh, And from then to now, I'm still on the Leechburg School Board. We've uh, transformed the school from uh, where it was to where it's at now. Uh, we're sort of at the bottom, unfortunately, but we have worked our way up uh, with Creation Nation, Invention Land. We've hired good leaders, and everything is going really well there. I also work as a uh, vice chairman for the Lenape Joint Operating Committee as well. And as you all know, I started that back in uh, 2014. There, uh, we've worked to transform the school, bringing in BC3, which everybody is uh, appreciative of. Absolutely. Expanding out the adult education programs. Uh, we brought the GI Bill into. The adult ed program, so uh, veterans who get out of the military can use their better veterans benefits. Now can actually uh, have that paid for. We've also expanded out into uh, Mercer County with the LPN program. Wow! So needless to say, I've leadership is there, experience is there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, wow. That's a lot of stuff, man. Yes. You've had a busy life.
1: I have. Uh, and if I get into this position, uh, honestly, I, everywhere I've been, uh, I retired. I mean, I started off as an E1 in the military, worked up the staff sergeant, which uh, in pretty short time, then I got commissioned as an officer and retired as a major. Mm-hmm. Leadership is in my blood. Yeah. If I get into this job, I will come in every day. I'll be usually the first one in, the last one to leave. Uh, and I've learned how to be a leader. And it's not something you do. It's not you're on top commanding everybody else. As a leader, you actually work uh, supporting everybody. It goes the other way. It's a yeah. very humble position if you do it. You gotta get to know every single person and find out uh, how to, what makes them tick, what makes them uh, motivated to do what they do. Right. So, and leaders are basically brokers in hope. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. I'd like to lead this county.
0: I love that. Very cool. So uh, just to learn a little bit more about you what, do you, what do you love about Armstrong County? What are your favorite things about the county?
1: Favorite things? Uh, being outdoors a lot. Uh, my wife and I and kids, we like going on a lot of hikes. We go on Roaring Run, uh, the Armstrong Trail, the Buttermilk Trail. I love that trail, going up the little waterfalls and Absolutely. swimming hole up there. Yes. Uh, besides that, I do a lot of running. You'll probably see me out running along the highway a lot. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you almost get run over. Yeah. <laughs> but I <laughs> uh, love uh, just getting outside. And uh, some of the things I really love about Armstrong County, this is going to sound kind of lame, I like just working in my yard,
0: yeah, uh, cutting wood and working too, down man. by the pond, <laughs> uh,
1: building a fire. And one of the neatest things of all is on an evening, uh sun's starting to go down, uh, have a fire going all of a sudden you're sitting here drinking a cold beverage mm-hmm. and uh neighbors come by mm-hmm. and they just stop and we started you know we chat and it's just a great thing uh that's what i love about armstrong county
0: yeah there's some unique communities here yes. for sure and the the people it's a wonderful thing fun fact i actually got engaged on buttermilk falls trail oh wow yeah asked Very my good. wife to marry me there <laughs> so uh any favorite places to visit in the county And know we talked about a couple trails that kind of stuff or favorite restaurants that you have
1: restaurants uh for me, I'm a big prime rib eater. I love beef. There you go. <laughs> so the favorite places to go for that is uh, Garda's. Uh, they have a special night for prime rib and up at the uh, Mariner. Absolutely. My wife, uh, she likes more of uh, the Villa, but I'm not complaining either. Yeah. I love going there as well. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, my pants size shows it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Villa has been the consistent, like one of the fan favorites, and um, rightfully so. It's an yes. awesome place to eat. Okay. So uh, that's kind of just the get to know you part. And then I have a bunch of policy questions. And I I know I'm sure with all your history, I'm sure you have a lot of different things to add to this. So um, I'm very excited to hear your answers to some of these these questions. I have four, four big problems for the city of Katanning specifically. And so I think the county is kind of like a, Catanning is kind of a microcosm of yes. Armstrong County in general. And so um, number one on that list is the availability of jobs. You know, how would you as a county commissioner plan to attract new businesses? How would you try to fill up downtown areas and uh, fill up areas like North Point and those different kinds of projects?
1: That kind of stuff, people, uh, you got to get, it starts off infrastructure, big and small. hmm uh obviously there's a uh, tactical inf- uh, infrastructure short-term stuff we got to work every dollar we can get for roads every dollar we can get for fixing up that type of infrastructure is very important absolutely uh also we got to look at the longer term game and that's where we get a corridor up to i-80 mm-hmm. imagine what we can do if we can release all those acres between here and Brookville for development and also just make us uh, the shortcut to get to Pittsburgh. Absolutely. So that type of stuff, uh, I'd like to see a bridge in the Southern Armstrong County and ideally a loop eventually, that's sort of built around the whole way around the city with our part being uh, the part of the Northern part of that. And another thing that people keep forgetting, uh, you know, we talk about bringing jobs and that is absolutely imperative. But another thing you can do that brings expands expansive tax base is getting people to live here. Yeah. And, uh, and there's more than one way. There's people obviously building their houses, and that's a good thing. But what we need to do is expand broadband completely through the county. Nowadays, in the 21st century, and being in IT specifically, there is no reason somebody can't work in Armstrong County and service anywhere in the world. Absolutely. And if we get that expanded broadband, all of a sudden, we, people want to live out in the country. And we have that infrastructure here. They can come live here, earn their money, and things are really good. Yeah. And even if it's a hybrid where people are going down to Pittsburgh, uh, they can work at home for a few days and work in Pittsburgh. And my thoughts are we basically uh, obviously bring the jobs to Armstrong County, but and we also take the uh, people from Armstrong County to the jobs, that mm-hmm. being either the infrastructure, roads, or broadband.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of potential for communities like Ford City, Catanning, you know, Leechburg, all those areas to be bedroom communities of Pittsburgh, yes. especially with the 28 corridor complete now all the way down. Yes. Yeah. So I t- totally agree with that. Um, good stuff. Uh, any other uh, things you want to add to that?
1: As far as uh, the jobs, obviously we want to fill all the downtown areas and there's tools that you can use. Uh, the Lerda tool where it provides tax abatements uh, also. We need to know people. We got a market, obviously, uh, Armstrong County, and uh, I'm very humble. If I, I go to places like South Point where I worked at before I retired, that place is thriving. I'm going to go down there and figure out what the heck are they doing right, or what are we doing wrong? Yeah. And I'll, you know, I'll go anywhere it is working. I don't care. I'll work with anybody we need to to bring the business here. It'll do. It'll be like a full court press. You know, every cell of my being will be pulling trying to make that happen and again i don't care who gets the credit where it goes to but i want to bring those businesses here good stuff okay so that's my big
0: that's my big number one problem number two um the opioid epidemic is high on everybody's list as far as um, issues you know Armstrong County number was number two in the in the state as far as uh, opioid overdose deaths uh, four years ago I believe we were number four last year so it seems to be trending in the right direction but how would you as next county commissioner how would you try to tackle the opioid issue well
1: first of all uh, the opioid issue is personal to me a drug issue just in general it had a close family member Uh, get involved in drugs, uh, and it hurts the whole family. And if people think that drugs are just for poor people or rich people, I mean, it goes across all demographics. It doesn't matter who you are, old, young. But uh, that person, you find out, uh, you try everything you can, and sometimes uh, it just drives you nuts because you can't get there. And the way it usually works in the end is the tough love. Right? Tough love, it breaks the heart of the people have to deal with it. And uh, I'm proud to say that person uh, who had problems is now three years clean and sober, and, uh, and now actually taking it to different folks and helping them out uh, get to the same spot.
0: That's wonderful. And
1: I, I as far as drugs uh, and drug use, uh, I've spent since 2007 working uh, as the uh, chairman for the Leechburg Elks Drug Awareness Committee. Mm-hmm. Chairman. Essentially, I work uh, going into the schools and talk to the kids about the perils of drugs. I've also partnered over the years uh, with the district attorney, uh, Scott Andressi, the state police, uh, Denise Marano, uh, also the drug uh, Indiana Armstrong Drug Council. Yeah. Uh, more recently, I've had Bill Rupert and Brian Myers come in and speak. Uh, we do that. We do poster contests. And then we've also partnered with the Lions, who do their drug awareness programs. And it's kind of commissioner uh, solving the drug problem isn't going to be just one thing it's not a johnny one note that works it's going to be a full court press every avenue needs to be approached from the education of young kids uh, to the enforcement of laws uh, to uh, when folks are in jail you can't just put them in jail and throw them out and think you're going to solve the problem you got to work on the rehab while they're there sure so you got to work on it from every angle and that's what i'll do i'll be a leader there i'll lead the way and do what i can to help uh get all the troops in place to do what we need to do good stuff okay
0: so uh number three on my list is uh the issue of blight uh, you may know many of the communities around us um, i know Leechburg was actually one of the leaders in this uh, that mm-hmm. actually brought it to the county commissioner's attention uh, four years ago but katanning especially ford city and many of the other communities around us have an issue with blighted blighted houses or blighted properties um, how would you as county commissioner uh, try to solve that issue for for our communities
1: well first of all blighted properties causes a negative feedback loop yeah. Basically, you have a blighted property, sucks down the values beside it, uh, and it just, uh, people don't want to move in, and it sort of just feeds on itself. So yep. that is not a good thing. No. Now, uh, <laughs> as far as uh, solving the blighted pro- uh, problem, I talked to our councilman down in Leechburg, just, just to make sure uh, a little bit more. And I won't lie, this is not one of the subjects I know as well as other subjects, but I talked to different folks. Uh, essentially, we need to streamline the process. hmm Basically, uh, from when you identify a blighted project uh, property until you get it torn down and uh, uh, cleared away to where you need to get it to, uh, we need to get that process as quick as possible from point A to destination. And that's one of the things that uh, I heard from our councilman. Essentially, the current county process is slow. And, and I don't know where the slowness is, if it's the, is the ball on the court somewhere else or at the county level. The one thing I can promise this county commissioner that ball will not be in the county's court. Right. That will be in somebody else's court. It won't be in ours. We'll move things along and get stuff done. Because every time you get a property uh, torn down and that space cleared up, that clears up a spot for people to build a new house and for new tax revenue. As you sit there, it basically is costing the county money and costing everyone money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating um, to see it in the community, you know, you have a house that's blighted and then you have two houses for sale next to it and you just wonder. You know, if would those two families have stayed if mm-hmm. the if the blighted property had been torn down? And so, um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that it would be a priority for you. Um, the fourth one that I have big problems is uh, all of our local cities. I believe have a have an issue like the the issue of managing a city gets more complex every year. It seems. Yes. And so uh, you have council people in Skatanning. I'm assuming Leechburg is similar, where you have council people that have full time jobs. They're doing council. Uh, work as a part-time basis. They're trying to handle it all. They're trying to juggle all the balls, and uh, and some things ultimately fall through the cracks. Um, how would you, as a county commissioner, try to help the local communities to be able to manage and govern effectively?
1: Well, first of all, uh, being on the school board, I'm very. Uh, it's very similar to being on a city council. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. To do the job right, uh, and I'm sure it's pretty much the same for the city councils and townships and such. It, it takes a lot of work reading all the material and such. And then you are a part-time person trying to feed everything in at the same time. I mean, you're trying to do your full-time job doing this, and it's v- very difficult to do all of those. What the county should do is, where they can, uh, do everything they can to offer assistance. Uh, if there's something that passes through the county, like I said, the ball won't be in our court. Yeah, It will be somewhere else, but it won't be in where we're at. And uh, from that standpoint, uh, you know, that's what I'll do to help there. Uh, there's also multimodal grants that we can work with, uh, also the LERDAs and different uh, Keystone opportunities. Uh, anything that we can help out with to move things forward, we will. At the end of the day, I understand it's tough being at that level. I commend every one of those folks. Uh, I've made it a point to get out to a lot of the meetings. Uh, my goal is to get to all most of them if I can, if not all of them. And I hear the same thing over and over again, and you see, the same things uh, it's just people that care about their community giving everything they have, but it's a lot of work,
0: yeah, absolutely uh, you being from from Leetsburg, I thought maybe. Maybe we could ask you an additional question here. I know it's not on the list, but um, Leechburg seems to have done a really nice job downtown. Their downtown area has filled up a lot over Mm -hmm. the past few years, um, done a nice job revitalizing, all those kinds of things. Is there anything that you've gleaned kind of watching that process that we could apply in Catanning or in Ford City or any other of the communities in Armstrong County?
1: I think all areas. uh, I mean, I'm proud of Yeah. Uh, very proud of Leechburg. When you go down for Pink Day and you see the heart that's in there with everyone and A lot of people take pride in their, I mean, at the promoter level. Yeah. Uh, People love that community, love their school. I've never seen when somebody's fallen on hard times that the whole community just doesn't band together and help that person out. Uh, How that can apply, I I get the feeling all the other communities beyond Leechburg do that too. It it just is working for Uh, Leechburg. Our school is working really well. Very little proud community. I'm really proud to say I'm from Leechburg. Yeah. I hope that whatever enthusiasm is from that town, that we can spread it everywhere. And, and there's stuff from everywhere else in the community can go there as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be just super interested. I know that there were some business owners down there that were kind of the push for a lot of the local events and those kinds mm-hmm. of things. But um, I don't know. I just always am looking at, and I know, just from you are talking about South Point and all those kinds of things, I know you're always looking for, hey, something's going right there. What can we do here to, mm-hmm. to make that happen here? So um that's well, just uh just an aside gotcha. <laughs> so i hear a lot of complaints about taxes in the county that's one of the issues that comes up over and over again whenever we talk county politics um what's your view on the tax issue um what do you think that you know what just what's your opinion on it as an as next county commissioner
1: well first of all most of the taxes that are wrought upon us are from policies that have nothing to do with county commissioners they all come at the state level don't let anybody fool you about that and then also the taxes, the way they come from, uh, they come or get uh, levied on the folks, uh, the county. Uh, and I went through the numbers today. Uh, essentially, they're a very small part uh, in the twenty percent range of the property taxes collected. Uh, school taxes is the majority of the taxes, uh, which are brought on the folks. So the school boards actually probably have uh, the most uh, skin in the game as far as collecting taxes. Right. And the municipalities are about. Uh, one in ten dollars that are collected, right. approximately. So the tax is a lot of this is really again at the state level. It is not at the uh, at the uh, municipal level. Now, what you can do as a commissioner is, what I've done as a school board member, you do everything you can to keep the costs down. And uh, there's not a lot of room to work with there. Uh, after you take into account salaries, uh, you take into account healthcare costs and such. Right. Uh, and we've went to great lengths to optimize where we've went from a PPO to a high deductible plan. And the thing is, you don't ever want to take away a service that, something, that somebody had or a benefit somebody had and you know make something less. So right. you, it's very difficult to do that and then keep the cost down. But we've done everything we could at Leechburg. Last year, we actually enjoyed a uh the Armstrong County uh, residents enjoyed a very modest tax decrease, which is almost unheard of. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> in these days, I hope we can do that this year, but it's going to be a little bit tougher to do that. Uh, and some, something people don't realize uh, the budget for, and I'm just using Leechburg as an example. I can't speak to anywhere else. Uh, I don't have the data. Essentially, in uh, 2008, the federal government put 2% of the money in, state put in 50% of the money into our school and Leechburg property taxes, local taxes was 44%. In 2018, the federal government only put 1% in, the state put 52%, and the uh, property wage taxes were 47%. You, if you can pick all that up, basically uh, the part that was passed on to the local uh, tax part was higher than before. And also at that same time, uh, PEASERS, which is the retirement system, basically uh, in 2008, 2% of our budget went back into the retirement system for the state. Mm-hmm. In the year of 2018, 13%, or approximately $2 million. So $2 million out of the $14.7 million went back into the retirement system. Yeah. And uh, just a little bit more interesting tidbit about all that. Uh, essentially, between 2008-2009, uh, uh, the state somehow in the retirement system lost over $20 billion. Oh, wow. So now it's, it was underfunded. So now the taxpayers... And it has nothing to do with county commissioners or school boards or local municipalities. Are now having to pick up the bill for that shortfall that occurred before, and it's not going down anytime soon. The retirement system is still underfunded. Yeah. So what can happen with taxes? It isn't at the, again at the county level, municipal level, and local level. Uh, you can do everything you can to keep the cost in reason. At the end of the day, what we have to do as county commissioners, as all the local leaders from all the municipalities, we got to band together and say, "Hey, state lawmakers." You need to refu- find a new way to fund this or put more of the state funding into this. I, I mean, they've cut us 3% over the last 10 years, plus raise the uh, retirement system uh, cost. Yeah, What we need is the state to put in more money and uh, take that burden off the local property owners and put it back at the state level. Exactly how to do that. There's a lot of different plans in there. Uh, to make that happen, but right now it isn't at the county commission level. Sure.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand that, that 70% is for the schools, only 20% is actually the county budget. And so the yes. county tax is really probably not all that high when, yes. you, when you actually consider And
1: we had like a, a Gilpin Township just uh, passed Alerta for 10 years with an amortization of 10% uh, over the 10 years. And they came to us and said, Why don't you do the same thing for Leechburg? and it's and like uh, of course i'm all for tax cuts mm-hmm. and what we did was we compromised we said okay how about a five year so we don't stick a school board beyond the terms of people now because basically their one dollar that they don't get is works out to like nine dollars for us right. so it was very important that uh you got to think about that you can't just summarily say okay of course we want to do that and don't get me wrong i want to see uh new business in here I also recognize there's a lot of people have worked all their lives, paid taxes. Uh, they shouldn't lose too much out of the deal either.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it re- it kind of re- my mind went back to when you said when your 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 history that you had ran the DMV mm-hmm. and you had to service a lot of customers with not enough resources. And know, me- as county commissioner, I think that will apply very well for yes. you. Yes, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> uh, tell you a very interesting story about that. Yeah. Uh, It was funny. Uh, This was back in 1991. I was in the Air Force. I was an MP. And uh, I just got back from Korea. I was assigned to Suwon Air Base Korea, and I just got back to the States. I was really gunning to get my degree done. Uh, I actually also worked a part-time job while working full-time in the Air Force at Domus Pizza. Anyhow, uh, (laughs) essentially... I couldn't uh, at the same time the Gulf War was going on. So I volunteered, of course, to go. And my boss is like, or the commander's like, why do you want to do that? Don't you want to get your degree? I said, yes, sir, but I want to serve and I I can't, uh, I might as well go and serve, you know, in the war zone. He said, no, uh, you're going to go to school. So he says, what do you know about the vehicle registration? I said, I don't know anything about it. He says, well, go tell the other guy. And this nickname, by the way, this commander was Sundown. Yeah. He had this habit of telling people they were fired and to be gone from your office by sundown. Oh, geez. (laughs) Anyhow, I had to go over and tell the guy who had the job before me, hey, guess what? Uh, You don't have that job anymore. Oh, wow. (laughs) And uh, basically, the commander looked at me and said, you have three months to figure this out. Yeah. And uh, and I was was thinking, there is no way I'm going to have somebody come in three months and tell me we're going to shut this down. And it was an undaunting task. Uh, the wait time was over four hours. Uh, I mean, it was horrible. We had people just out the door yeah. and then all of a sudden uh, and it's like, why are we in such bad shape? And they basically said, well, you're manned for active duty, which is about 5,000 people for the base, but the base serviced almost uh, half a million retirees. Oh my. And, uh, and they said, well, we don't count that into the manning process. So it was like, okay, what am I going to do? And it was like all these retirees around and, All of a sudden, I just thought to myself, how about if I have them volunteer and help me?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Within two years, I had 42 volunteers working for me. The wait time was at 15 minutes. Oh, wow. And I learned that uh, all these volunteers, I took care of them really well. I had colonels, chief master sergeants, all working for me. Uh, They did everything they could. The only thing they didn't do were the things that we had to absolutely do, which was signing the ID cards and signing the registrations. But we had them helping out in every way, shape, and form. And that out-of-the-box thinking got this section back into the right place. Uh, the IG founded a couple years later as one of the most excellent programs. But basically, there was lemonade, and there was no way I was going <laughs> to be fired. And that's the kind of attitude I'll take to the county. Yeah. I will go in there. I'm not going in there for anything but to do good and serve. Yeah. Uh, I will lead uh, all the county workers. Uh, they will see me in there, and they can hold me to a standard equal or higher to them.
0: That's a great story. <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm glad we went there because that's a, uh, you know, <laughs> I have I, lots I, of war stories. <laughs> I think that will I think that that experience will directly apply if you become the next county commissioner. No yes. doubt. So, um, well, last question. Uh, I'm kind of obsessed with vision. I, I think if, where there's no vision, we're, we're not just we're not going anywhere. So um, as the next county commissioner, let's say you had a couple terms and everything. Uh, Went, went the way that uh, Commissioner Shea wanted it to go, mm-hmm. uh, what would Armstrong County look like eight, 10 years from
1: now? Well, first of all, the things I said I want to do, that's where I want to take it. Sure. But the big thing is, as a leader, what you do is you take the flag and you set it way out, there. you plant it out there and you say, okay, everybody, we're going towards that flag. And uh, and to me, I look at the county. This is a great place. Uh, There is so much opportunity here. We have great people. Everywhere I've gone, I've never not met a good amount of people. And I've been around the world. It's not just here. I could have picked anywhere I wanted to. I had no doubt in my mind I was going to come back here. But uh, I digress a little bit. But, you know, I I think about where I want to go with the county. Right now, uh, we're getting there. Things are coming around a little bit. But what I want to do is imagine 10 years from now, I'm going to a diner down in my little town of Leechburg all the street fronts are filled up with businesses. Mm-hmm. I sit there and talk to people. And this is the most important of all. We talk about our kids and grandchildren who are here in Armstrong County, who stayed here because there was opportunity here to live here. I want my daughters to be able to live here. My son to come back here someday and say, hey, this is a great place. I am really glad I'm here. And this is as good a place as anywhere else to live. And that's where my vision is, that simple.
0: I love that, very cool. Well, um if, just to finish up, how can people get involved with your campaign? If they want to support you, what's the best way to do that? How can they get in contact with you if they have any more questions?
1: Basically, they can look me up on Facebook. Uh, if they ping me, uh, friend me out friend pretty much everyone who uh, reaches out to me. And uh, essentially, I have a campaign page there. I'm, what I'm looking for, if folks want to help by putting a sign up in their yard or invite me to their uh, place to talk uh, to a group or something, I'm more than willing to do that. I've been making it out to all the fish fries, all the uh, breakfast, uh, gun bashes, everything around the county. Been going to the municipal meetings. Uh, you'll see me about everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am that motivated. I want to hear from everybody. I realize everybody here has something to give. I've, as a leader, you don't just go to the person that talks the loudest. You also go to the people that are sitting over there quietly. Because those are usually the ones that have the best ideas. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't care who gets the credit, if you don't care who where that goes you can do really good things. And that's what uh, we can do is together, we can all work together, get the right inputs and get the plan to get out there where we said we want to get to in eight to 10 years from now.
0: I love it. Uh, Well, I will put all of the links to get to uh, contact Anthony in the description so you guys can check that out. Make sure you follow him and uh, follow the campaign uh, as we march uh, through the primary and into November. Uh, It's been a pleasure uh, to get to meet you. Uh, Impressive resume. I really enjoyed getting to know you and get to talk to you. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, Anything else you want to say in closing?
1: No, I I encourage everyone to get out and vote uh, on May 21st and in the fall election.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for watching you guys. Uh, As always, we will see you in the next one.